Come on, let's just begin to thank God for this day. Kato sabrande, ricapando sabrande, de meki parando sabrande, libra anda la mande, le meka panda la mande, limanda la mondo sabrande, le beka paranda lava, raka paranda lava le vele beka paranda lava lava, raka santa lava le vele beka paranda lava 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 le beka paya, ea kapanda lava le beka paranda lava lava le beka parianda lava lava, lima mama santa lava le beka paranda. La vale belebe kapaya, ea kaparando sabrande le belebe kapaya andalama, lima mama kaparanda la vale belebe kaparanda la balabalaba, ea kaparanda la vale belebe kaparianda la balabalaba. We thank you, Lord, la casonda la varia kapanda la vale belebe kapaya, le casonda la varia kapanda la vale belebe kapaya. The summer says, Amen. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Come on, let's give thanks to the Lord. Libra Kaparanda Lava Levelebe Kaparanda Lava Lava. The church is a people, a community. Only a people who have decided to be the church can have that kind of impact in this kind of city. Let us give thanks to the Lord. Ea 
Come on, somebody pray. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Libra for the mighty things that He has done. Labro for the wonderful works that He has performed. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Come on, somebody, give thanks to the Lord. 
in the name of Jesus, as you pray in amen as you pray and you pray in the holy ghost sit your mind on jesus focus on him amen focus on him just sit your mind on him forget about everything else amen just sit your mind on him as you sit your mind on him he'll speak to you amen as you sit your mind on him he'll whisper to you as you sit your mind on him your prayer will begin to intensify your prayer will begin to increase amen so as you are praying right now amen just sit your mind on jesus the bible says looking unto jesus the author and the perfecter of our faith as you pray the bible says that when we pray in an unknown tongue we speak mysteries we don't have an understanding of what we are saying but we speak mysteries in the spirit amen and the bible says the spirit searches all things yea even the deep things of god amen so tonight as you begin to lift up your voice and and you pray in the spirit something is happening something is taking place amen unknowing to you behind the scenes something is happening and something is taking place god is shifting something god is changing something god is restoring something god is printing out his glory god is causing his favor to come so just as you are praying open up your mouth and and just fix your eyes on jesus think about jesus think about his word think about how you are in god think about your relationship with god think about how you need to get closer with God while you are praying in the spirit don't think about the person next to you don't think about what you're gonna go home to do don't think about your friends don't think about nothing right now but fix your mind on Jesus I tell you your prayer will be powerful amen something will happen to you God will start to speak to you in the spirit amen he'll start to whisper things to you amen as you pray and as you fix your mind on Jesus have a vision have a focus while you are praying have a desire while you are praying maybe you are saying god i want you to use me more god i want you to do some things in my life as you are praying have that in your mind don't have that movie don't have that friend don't have nothing else on your mind but as you are praying fix your mind on jesus i tell you your prayer is going to be powerful and you can even pray longer than you are currently praying right now the problem happens is that when we are praying our mind is all over the place it's just like our lips are moving but our spirit is far from our prayer but tonight i want you to practice this and pray and fix your mind on jesus christ think about a scripture think about a verse in the bible meditate on it in your mind think about it say it out pray it out and your prayer will be powerful and effective come on now let's pray ya kaparande le bele 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 kaparanda lama rakatunda lama ke parandala male ya kaparanda lama 
in the name of Jesus oh spirit of the living God we love you Come on, somebody, open up your mouth and pray. Pray like you never prayed before. And even as you pray, amen, pray even to the flow of the worship music, amen. Just pray even into that flow. I'm telling you, something, something will shift in your prayer life. Where are the prayer warriors? Hallelujah. Where are the people, says the Lord, that will pray without ceasing? Where are my young men and my young women that will seek my face? In the name of Jesus, Rafatea Sandalamande, Riamandalamon Sunday, Ricatanda Kundalamaye, 
Libra ando sabrande, zebra ando sabrande, libra andilivando sabrande, kia manda la babo santaya, kia mama mando sibra andelemo santaya, rikete vanda la du sabranda la mae, zimara manda la babo sikataya la mantelebe kapa, rakato sakatea. We bless your name, Jesus. We honor you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Kaparuto sapraande, rike palakosa paranda la mamande le mekataya, leke varunda la masike dekata, reke dekatunda la male kaparanda la mamosa, rakapanda la bosa, reke deke dekata, libra andolo mosa prande le meke paranda la maya, rakataya sunta la vale kata, reke dekataya la mandolo brosi kataya. Come on, somebody, I need you to pray. Let this atmosphere be conducive for the power of God. In the name of Jesus. I was watching this morning um, because... I try every morning uh, for Lyndon, just put a little bit soft. In the name of Jesus. You know where to put it soft, right? Leah, help him. <laughs> I don't think he sees it, amen. I forgot I'm asking somebody that doesn't really know. Not the mic, not the mic, the music. Yes, hallelujah, amen. Maybe because I never say, maybe because I never say uh, music, I just went with the flow, amen. So I was watching this morning, and I was watching uh, what you call this thing, it's called Super Books on YouTube, it's uh, Christian cartoons for children. They take certain stories in the Bible, they take certain. Maybe like uh, Genesis or, or whatever story they take, and then with that story, what they do, they it's like a like a normal cartoon, like you will watch uh, Phineas and Herb. Is that a cartoon? Huh? Fabius and Herb. Phineas. I go with how I spell it, not how I pronounce it. Phineas <laughs> and Herb or whatever, and then you you look at things like. Um, Anyway, I don't want to mention the cartoons because I don't really know any that well. Uh, Pepper Ann, I know Pepper Ann and Recess and, and all those that in my time I know, you know. But now these new cartoons, I don't really know that much. But I was watching this morning and I saw they were, they were, the cartoon was Job. So I like Naomi and Elijah to watch before they go to school, you know. They're listening to a cartoon that is Christian because we try and, I'm trying not to... Uh, to make them watch anything um, else besides besides that, uh, so and when 
we, when I was watching, they had um, Job's story, and they had Job's story, and there's a point that I'm making. Um, when they when they were showing Job's story, uh, jo- Satan landed in heaven, and when he was in heaven, he went into the presence of God. He appeared before the throne room of God, and God asked him, "Where have you come? Where where are you? Where have you been?" He said, "I've moved to and fro amongst the earth, basically to try and cause havoc, to co- try and wreak havoc on the earth." And God said to him, have you tried my servant Job? But the point that I'm trying to make tonight is that Satan appeared in the presence of God. Satan appeared where the children of God were dwelling. Satan appeared where heaven's angels were. And he appeared and he presented himself before God. The understanding that Satan cannot appear when we appear before God is a wrong understanding because Satan can appear when we appear in the presence of God. Some of the examples would be is that when we are when we are in the presence of God, all of a sudden we get flashbacks, or we get or we get a message, or we get uh, or we get flashbacks of what we've done in the past. So Satan reminds us of how bad we are, or Satan reminds us of how evil we are. So while we are in the presence of God, all those things are coming. While we're in the presence of God, we get filled with anger. So what happens? is that in church sometimes we have to pray in the spirit and one of the reasons why we have to pray in the spirit and we have to be deep within the spirit is so that we can rebuke and so that we can whatever spirit because satan roams in churches come on somebody i said satan roams in churches as well so whatever spirit is in the church through our prayer and through our intercession and through us praying what would begin to happen those things will begin to fall away those things will begin to fall away am i missing nicola where's nicola oh okay why are you ducking on the floor (laughs) so uh as we begin to do that uh things will begin to happen in the spirit why because i i i can testify that sometimes while we are praying our hearts can be filled with resentment sometimes while we are praying our hearts can be filled with anger sometimes while we are praying satan can come and do what he wants to do in our lives but today we want to charge the atmosphere amen we want to charge the atmosphere with the spirit of god and the way we do that is when we burst out and speak in tongues so let's just open our mouth you can sit down for a minute because i'm not i never read the scripture yet you can sit down and just leah just put a little bit louder for at least one minute or two minutes amen we want to change the atmosphere amen we want to make sure that the atmosphere is conducive amen so that you are able to receive the word of god i'm not sure how you came in this evening i'm not sure if it was even planned for you to come this evening but the fact that you are here this evening and you are here tonight it's an indication that god wants to speak to you that god wants to do something in your life and god wants whatever you are feeling currently right now 
to 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 go away amen so i believe that god is going to shift the atmosphere i believe that god is going to shift your life but the only way that it can he can do it is when you get out of the natural out of the flesh and you jump into the spirit amen as you jump into the spirit you'll start to see the effects of god working in your life but you have to get out amen hallelujah tell somebody i have to get out i have to my sister, please, that bubble gum, I'll put it on your ear. <laughs> Amen. Blowing a bubble gum while I'm talking, that's so disrespectful. Amen. So make sure that when you're praying, you're praying and you, cha, 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 you get out of the flesh, you get out of the natural, and you jump into the spirit. Amen. Are you ready for that? Amen. Are you ready to jump into the spirit? Hallelujah. Amen. I think we must be, there's an, I was trying to do it with the youth. I think we must even do it in church on a Sunday. When we see people talking, when somebody else is talking, or when pastors preaching, or when I'm preaching, we just need to have water on the side of us, and we just say, "Go, go, throw that person with water." They, they, they talking. They've been rude, and just pour some water under your head. You understand? Because, hey, I'm telling you, I think that's a good one, Adeline. Like, hey, you just give him some water. He's talking while I'm talking over there. Just pour some water on the head. It's kind of fun, amen. And it's also interesting getting wet in church. Hallelujah. <laughs> Who we wet the last time? We wet in youth. Some never they never get oh because they were scared to get wet. Amen. No one got wet. Amen. They were scared of the water. So they stopped talking. So something is good. We must learn. We must learn in the house of God. So when it's time for preaching, whenever somebody stands there and stands, we must shut up and listen. That's it. Simple as that. We just keep, I'm saying shut up in a decent way. We must keep quiet and just listen. That's it. Because the moment you are talking and you're talking to somebody, what's going to happen to you? The word that you are supposed to hear, it moves beyond you. It flies away from you. You miss out your place. And then you're going to try and, where's pastor now? You have to try and come back to where I am. But you've lost it because you tried, you had a conversation with somebody. And if you, if you want to talk, go out. Go outside and talk. Don't be disrespectful. How many times you, your teachers or you go into a place and somebody's lecturing and you talking, how disrespectful that is. So let's learn how to be uh, submissive when it comes in the house of God. To shut up. Tell somebody, shut up when someone's preaching. Tell them, shut up when someone's preaching. Keep quiet when somebody's preaching. Show them the honor and the respect. Amen. And show them because when you talk, when somebody's talking, you show me that person is like your words that you are saying, I already know what I don't need it. Because if you if you were interested in the words, you would be quiet and really listen. But because you kind of like, ah, we've heard this before, you have a conversation. You show me like, ah, you can't learn. There's nothing that you can learn. Why are you talking? Am I, what am I saying? You've heard it before. That's why you're talking. Okay, you come and teach. You come and preach then. If what I'm saying, you've heard it before and you don't need it, you're the one that must come and preach. So your indication of when someone's talking and you talking, it means that ah, there's nothing that he can give me or she can give me that I don't already know. So let me just talk throughout the service. Disrespectful, amen. Hallelujah. So uh, let's sit down, right? And we're going to burst out in tongues for like five minutes or so. 
just for five minutes and we're going to charge the atmosphere and we're going to change the atmosphere in Jesus name let's pray Father we bless you in the name of Jesus forget about what you're going through forget about everything else and just burst out and pray Father we bless you Kaparuto sekete kata librando lodo sipra andele me kataya libra ando sipra ande kete libra ando sipra ando lomo sipra andele me kata libra andele bosi kataya labranda lama rekete kete kete kata libra akaparandele bosi kaparandele meleme yama mama mama rika parandele belebele kapaya. Rabando saprandelebo si brandelebelebe rakataya lamando saprandelemo likaparanda la mama sakataya liketekete kataya likataya libria kaparandelebo sata ramama mama 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 rekeperinda la masumbra ande rabado saprandelemo kaparandeleme kataya roto saprande lukunda la ma rakateya kazonda la mandeleme kata Father, we bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord just spoke to me now. Please put it a bit soft. The Lord just spoke to me now. And he says, one of the reasons why we sometimes have bad traits, my wife, or we sometimes have bad this we have bad characteristics about us. It's because we don't pray a lot. We don't pray a lot. Hey, hope you're listening, eh? Hey, one thing, this girl. It's because we don't pray a lot. And because we don't pray a lot, it's that God is unable to dissect or to help you with your bad traits. God is unable to show you your bad traits. Do you know that? Is that if you are if you are some way or you are set in a certain way and you have this, let's say a bad characteristic, let's say you have lots of maybe anger or you get easily offended or whatever. Let's say you have a bad characteristic or a bad trait. You don't know it. Maybe some people have told you that you have this bad issue here or this thing here is worrying you and stuff, but you've never seen it. I'm telling you now, you will never see it for a very long time until you get into the presence of God and pray. Because it's only in the presence of God that God starts to reveal things and starts to make things manifest to you. David says it like this, God, you have searched me and you have known me. So David had allowed God to search him and David had allowed God to know him. But some of us, even because we haven't entered into that place of prayer, it, God can't search us. God can't search us and take out those bad characteristics out of us. We, it's just like those characteristics. We just have to roll with it. Just have to roll with it. I'm rolling with my anger. You hear a lot of people, I'm rolling with my depression. I'm, this is my anxiety. I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling with my stress. I'm rolling with this. Ah, who said it's yours? Who told you that it's yours? You now gave it a home. And at home you have given it is your life. My, my depression. Hey, my depression is back. Hey, my anxiety is back. Ah, that's not how a Christian should talk. 
It's not how you should be. Hey, I know I have anger. That's not how you should talk. It means that you are you have now become comfortable with your bad trait. Your bad trait has come like a pit. I know I have anger. People must just deal with my anger. That's fine. Hey, I know I have this. People must just deal with I get easily offended. People must deal with it. The devil is a liar. It shouldn't be something that people deal with. Something that God must take out of you. Something that God must remove from you. You maybe you somebody you you silent. Oh, I just like to be alone. It's a bad thing. I'm telling you now, you want to be here by yourself, isolated. Don't talk to no one, don't see no one. It's terrible. It's a demon. It's actually a demon because only Satan wants to be all alone. I will ascend. I will do this. Don't worry me. God has never made anyone to be alone. He has made us to go and reach people. So if you're alone, who are you reaching? Who are you reaching? Who are you talking to? Who are you telling about Jesus Christ? So those bad characteristics must come out of us. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of us got bad attitudes. Those things must come out of us. Some of us are disrespectful. Those things must come out of us. Some of us have hatred. Those things must come out of us. Some of us have resentment. Those things must come out of us. Some of us have jealousy. You see, I'm calling things out here. All those things must come out of you. It's, it's ugly. It's funny. But the only time those things can come out of you, Tasha, is in a place of prayer. Is that when you pray, I learned it, I've learned it for myself. Is that when I'm praying, Brother Paul, God starts to show me me. God starts to say, now this is who you are. This is what you have. And then it compels me and it leads me to not want those things in me. And while I'm while I'm feeling like that, he'll say, he'll say to me, hey, you 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 get upset quick forward for nothing. My wife always used to tell me, huh? I get upset quick for nothing. She used to say that. Hey, you get upset for nothing. So in the place of prayer now, Tyra, God started to tell me, you're getting upset for nothing. You see, because sometimes I won't listen to her. But if God is talking to me, I might listen to him. <laughs> you understand? So how is that going to help? Only in the place of prayer. So I started to pray started to seek the face of god god started to show me me so now even when i, I want to get angry woo, the blood the blood the blood you understand so it's no more quickly like i would used to be because why god started to show me me now i get angry about things that really matter not about things that don't matter anymore before i would get angry about things that I would get upset about things that don't matter. But now I get upset about things that matter. You understand? So if you finish the butter, I won't be upset. <laughs> or you ate something of mine, I won't. Sorry, I won't be that upset. Hey, what's happening here? I'll just find out why you ate it. Why you ate it? There was, there was a. There was a I don't know when was it, Nicola, yes Nicola, uh, I was saying to her, every time we sleep, when we go to sleep, Nicola, it's like they randomly just go downstairs and put on lights and only when we go to sleep, so I said to her, 
I just want to find out. I wasn't upset or anything. She's laughing. I wasn't upset or anything. I said, why are you, why are you, when we asleep, only when the lights are off and we in bed, I see the light are going on. Why you never go while we were up or do it while we were up? Why would we, we, when we sleep? So maybe I'm thinking in my mind, maybe there's something going on. So I'm trying to find out. But it wasn't like in a, in a like upset way or anything like that. I just genuinely wanted to know what happens when we sleep that the light goes on. And she said, no, nothing. Nothing happens. It's just that I want to pee that time. I want to use the toilet that time. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You sure? So in a place of being upset because before when the light would go off, there was something going on before. But now I took the word, I took a word for it. Didn't know there's nothing going on. I said, no, I'm just asking you. Why? Because God had to deal with something in me. Don't get upset for nothing. If it was before, I'd be like, what's happening? Lord Samuel used to come down here in the night. There was something going on. Now, you're coming down in the lights of what's happening. So I relax. And I, you know what I love about God? It's because we pray, God exposes our children. You know that there. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They can hide it for a while. But God exposes them. And sometimes they don't even know how they were exposed. But it's because in the place of prayer. And they wonder, how does this thing come out to light? How did this thing... So, they can try their, their uh, whatever they want to. Now, it wouldn't be getting upset anymore. I'm praying for you. I'm praying. Because sometimes you can't even determine whether our children are telling the truth or not. Hmm? Straight, like they say, no. Like that, I was talking to Nicole about it as well. Straight like that, no. So you can't even determine. So don't worry, we'll pray. Somehow, some way, you can hide it for as long as you want to. Somehow, some way, that thing that you hide eventually comes out. Sometimes your conscious plays heavy on your heart. Sometimes it's a burden on you. And God reveals all. Sometimes even your closest friends will start to expose you. The one that you thought that you could trust and rely on, they were the same one that combed you. They were the same ones that told on you. But you think now your friend is a problem. No, it's not your friend that's a problem. It's you that was a problem for keeping it and doing that wrong thing and thinking that everything was okay. So God said, enough was enough, I'll expose you. Do you know when, when you comber, if you comber me to your mother, what will happen to me? Me and me and your relationship, it will be over. Why? But you did wrong. I'm trying to protect you, but now you're not talking to me because you did wrong. See, that's the evil world we live in. Is that when somebody tells on us, we don't talk to them. Why? Because we don't think that it's this bad in it in us that needs to be checked. We're just worried and concerned that somebody combat us, but we don't think about us that that thing is in us that needs to be checked. There's a bad trait in us. All you can how can they? How could I thought I could? I thought I could, but you forgot this bad trait in you that needs to be checked. 
all you were what you were concerned about that you combed so now when i check you next time i look at you with a snake i size you up don't say nothing i just i'm saying you're gonna check out i'll show you i'll show you don't act all innocent and like you're perfect i'll show you slip up i'll show you i'll combo you same time because you combed me you know what but they're not looking at the bad behavior to want to change and repent and most of us only repent and change when we caught when you caught you want to say lord hey i'm prepared to change now but when it wasn't exposed or it was your story wasn't out you were like i'll still continue but now that it's out oh jesus please forgive me now you're more saved now you're more saved than you were before now you're giving your heart to the lord now you're surrendering to christ only because it's out Am I preaching now? Only because it's out. But prior to that, you weren't even you weren't even thinking of an altar call. You weren't even thinking of giving your life to Jesus. But now that you got caught, you, it's not even the resentment or the or the godly sorrow. It's like, hey, they need to see I'm trying to change now. You you understand? I'm I'm repenting because I got caught. And yet, if you are in a place of prayer and you had your relationship with God, so that while you are in that, God will start to show you. Deal with you, man. Sort you out. Fix you. But no, like we said last time, we got logs and planks in our eyes. But we're looking at the small speck in somebody else's eye. Small little speck they have. You can notice that, but we fail to notice that the other stuff in us. So that that's how it was. That's how it was. It's like it's like for any for anything. But Paul, when 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 whenever somebody gets hurt or somebody gets let's say for example gets exposed or they only repent or they only because they were caught, not because it was like how can I say, hey I truly wanted to repent, it wasn't that. And that's the sad thing. It means that we haven't checked ourselves. And that's why God spoke to me now. And he says, that tell my people that they must pray so that I can show them who they are and can make changes in their life. Because you can't expect your parents to make the changes for you. You can't expect your pastor to make the changes for you. The only person that can make the changes in your life, it's God. He has to check you out. So you need to pray and say, God, check me out. Check me out nicely so that I can start making changes in my life. Because God wants to transform your life. He wants to change your life. He wants to take out the cockroaches. I'm using cockroaches. He wants to take out the cockroaches because they're not supposed to be in your house. Who likes cockroaches in their house? No one here likes the cockroaches. So those cockroaches that are in your life right now, they're flying in your life. They're flying in your emotions. They're there when you wake up. They're there when you go and sleep. Those cockroaches I'm talking about, they cause you to have a bad behavior. You need to take those cockroaches out. Get a doom. Get the Holy Spirit, get the Holy Spirit and start Allow God to sort you out. Why? Because that's that's wisdom. What's wisdom? Wisdom is knowledge applied. 
knowledge applied so now you get in knowledge most of you will get the knowledge but some of you won't apply it you foolish because you never apply the wisdom it's like going to school learning 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 and time for the exam you couldn't apply not even one thing it's like somebody takes you on apprenticeship shows you the trade shows you the job he says now nah, i'm leaving you do it he showed you all you know everything when you actually do it you fail because you were standing there you were sitting and you were watching as he was doing you but your mind was somewhere else your heart was somewhere else that's foolishness so you have to take what you receive in church what you receive in the house of god and do your best to apply it don't don't think you're cute i'm telling you don't think you're cute the cuteness must leave you if you think you're cute and you're too nice or you're too everybody likes you that thing doesn't work in the presence of god cuteness got no name in the house of god um you cute what's this cute hey my friends hey i'm cute around my friends i'm I, me i'm i'm popular all those things is nonsense your popularity and your cuteness will send you to hell imagine being cute and going to hell yo 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 walking with a swag and going to hell thinking that there's no one like you and going to hell bouncing and going to hell acting all nice and fresh what they say you got a vibe you got this vibe hey you are vibe you got you are vibe and you go into hell so you must be careful of this cuteness in the presence of god there's no time for this cuteness we determine people by their spirituality not by their cuteness you can be cute and not spiritual you can be sexy and not spiritual every man can want you but not spiritual so sexiness and spirituality are two different things i don't want to be sexy well i am sexy and i'm spiritual away you see you see i'm a whole vibe so you you understand what i'm saying so don't have one and not have the other because some sexy people can't even pray some sexy people hey jesus so the sexiness and the cuteness but you overloaded with cuteness hearts boys are sending you hearts and flowers and but you got no spirituality no substance you need to have substance we 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 failed we failed before we messed it up before because we we were told some of the ladies were even told if you, if you pretty don't worry about working you'll meet a good man he'll take care of you uh, sister zaini as long as you were pretty you devil it's like it's like the devil comes into the mic is that we were we were told and from what i know that most of the ladies were told as long as you're beautiful some men will marry you marry a rich man that's what my granny was told and they were told so my granny she hardly even worked you don't have to work the man will take care of you hey that behavior you understand what i'm saying so you got cuteness and then now you dependent on a man and hey jesus without any substance without any content so they failed 
you see some of our parents say they 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 some of them are i won't say um, i don't know i must just try and use my words right until christ comes into their lives they smart but most of them some of them brought up dumb i'm telling you why because because they were they were dependent on their cuteness and their nice as long as they can find a good man they find they must clean they must cook say again yes the pretty face gets old yes yes so they were told as long as you cook and clean and you have his lunch ready you have his breakfast ready you they prepare you to be a good wife but you be a good wife you can clean the house you like a maid for him you become a maid and then you find him with the prostitutes and wondering why is he with the prostitutes you find him talking to people that are on the same caliber as him because he has vision he has and he needs some he needs some intellectual but you got no intellect because the cuteness overloaded because you are vibe Do you understand so you go you got no you got no intellect so be careful we use wisdom now let's look at proverbs chapter 9 Are you getting something today? Amen. It's even with the it's even with the idea of children respecting your parents and parents do not provoke your children. Even that that notion or that idea is very important as well. Is that the wisdom of a child is to honor and respect their parents the wisdom of a child child needs to have that wisdom and then the parent needs to have another wisdom as well and the wisdom of the parent don't provoke your child to anger don't provoke your child to anger now we know we're living in a day where our children get angry for everything everything every naomi gets angry for everything yeah yo everything you can't go there faces pulled you can't wear that faces pulled angry now the scripture is not talking about that there's certain things us as parents we just have to watch and we just have to make sure that you're in check because we're trying to grow you up in the ways of the lord we're not trying to provoke anger in you and stuff but you get angry for things that don't even even matter and i think maybe we need to even look at revisit that scripture again as well how how do we provoke our children to anger you understand how, how do we provoke our children to anger because it's easy that we quote respect and honor but we don't say do not provoke your children to anger you understand so i, I would think that provoking our children to anger would be rather if a child wants want to achieve certain things and do certain things for maybe for god or achieve certain goals and the parents stifles them and the parents say no you can't do it no you can't achieve this yeah so it'll be provoking the child to anger oh you must go play soccer and then all of a sudden no you can't play soccer you're not that good enough child feels like some way because i feel like i can do it but you're telling me as my mother and my father that i can't do it so you're provoking them you understand so the bible says we mustn't provoke them and even as parents we need to have a wisdom as well is that sometimes we must be nice oh 
yeah, the children are only nice most of the time when they want something. Yeah, you see, I think one of the days we must have in we must have in church parents one side, children one side. Let's let it out now. Let's let it out now. Let's let a debate. <laughs> Let's let it out. You see the children. I don't like it when you tell me this. I don't like it when you say I can't do this. <laughs> huh? You'll be the first one to talk. <laughs> I don't like it when you say I can't go there. I don't like when you say I can't do this. Do you understand? So I think that 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 wisdom needs to be applied in 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 that as well because. It's your responsibility, Lyndon, whether you like it or not, to obey the scripture, right? So your scripture says, honor your parents in the ways of the Lord. Honor them, right? The Bible says, so that it can be long with you. So your life can be longer. So your life can be extended. The quickest way to shorten your life is to be disrespectful. Yeah. Now, you see, disrespect got two, two um, ways of how it can be interpreted you can be disrespectful openly where you are say go to the shop no i'm not going do this no i'm not going or you can be disrespectful inwardly it's still disrespect you understand so for example i'd say go to the shop you'll go to the shop but you'll go do whatever you want to do you go clean you go you're not saying no to me but you'll go and sit and watch TV, you'll go and do that, you'll go and touch your phone, you'll go and do this, and then I'll let you come again. But then I send you to the shop, even though you never say I'm not going, but you were disrespectful because you never go when I asked you to go. You understand? <laughs> That's disrespect. So it can be interpreted in both ways. So our children have to use some wisdom and knowledge. And even though I'm not verbal like how some people are verbal in terms of disrespect, but inwardly I'm disrespectful. Because even when even if you do an instruction, while you're doing the instruction, and you know what me, I'm tired in your heart. And me, I'm tired. It's just that you're scared to be disrespectful openly because you might get a club. Yeah. So if you disrespectful openly, you know you might be in trouble. Somebody is going to get hiding. Somebody will cry. So you get disrespectful inwardly. It doesn't change the fact that you are still disrespectful. You understand? So that's that's wisdom. So the Bible says your days on earth will be delayed. Can you imagine that? Living until you are hundred and something. Just because you learned how to honor your parents. You know what I found out, Tosha? Is that some people can honor their pastors, but not honor their uh, icon. It's like a it's like a wife. Come, my pastor kneels down. Give pastor, hey, this is a cup of coffee for you. Give the pastor coffee. Your husband asks you for coffee, go make it yourself. You understand what I'm saying? But you 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 got this niceness when pastor asks you for coffee. Is that you can honor him, but you fail to honor the person that you stay with. You fail to respect him, but you respect your pastor. It shows that God is kind of getting you into a place of prayer. So that he can expose your behavior. Hmm? You can expose <laughs> Say again. They do anything. They'll do anything. The sweetest ever. Uh, what you want, baby? 
What you want, my love? They know a hey, day is coming. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're making your own coffee. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Christmas Eve, you excited. You understand? So you can't honor or respect. For example, Lincoln will come and respect Pastor in church, but when she goes home, she disrespects her own father. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a wise thing at all. It's not wisdom. You must be able to show respect there and show respect at home as well. It's like you respect Auntie Deline when you go home. You disrespect your mom. It's not something that is wise. Must learn respect all round. Okay? It's a wisdom, it's a knowledge. It will make you live longer. That's why some people die very short. Young people die young because they got they don't have it's a wisdom. It's a wisdom that even as parents we need to teach our children. And one of the, the ways that we teach our children is that even though and I always say this to parents, please, you are not your child's friend. Don't try and be your child's friend. Don't don't try. Yo, yo, don't try and be your child's friend. Never, never, never make the mistake of being their friend. Never make that mistake. You'll be putting yourself in a soup. You'll be putting yourself in a hole that you won't be able to climb out of. Do you understand? Even 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 if your parents say hey, she's she's a friend, no, she's not your age to be your friend. Just the age differences, there's a big gap over there. So you can't tell me I'm 30 something, I got a 15 year old friend. Something's wrong with that. Imagine you, my friend, I'm 30 something, man, you are friends. I have a certain knowledge on certain things and mature that you still haven't yet experienced. So when I talk to you, I need to talk to you on your age level because you need to grow into your age. You can't just jump a gun. So now your parents are your friends and you're having conversations that hey chale. And then it's when it, the, one of the major things when your when your child is your friend, it will come when it comes to discipline, it's difficult to discipline. And so there's a lady that I'm talking to right now on uh, on WhatsApp. She's a friend of us, Shone. Uh, she says that she's no more. She's learning now that she doesn't have to eat her child anymore. Uh, her children are small and they're very, very naughty. So they're like super naughty. They go in the mall and they'll want something. And they cry. And so, but she's learned not to eat. I said, I'm old school. I eat you. I put the fear of God inside of you. I make you understand that if you try and touch this thing, you will get dealt with at the same time. So she says, she talks to the child. When you are calm and you're ready to have a conversation about your behavior, come and talk to me. So she puts the child in the trolley. The child is screaming while she's pushing. Then she says eventually the child will the child will be calm and quiet. And then she can have a decent conversation to, with the child about how the child was reacting and asking her why. I'm like... Hey, time is of an essence over here. I need to be doing some shopping. I can't be waiting for you to come and then talking to you nicely. I will dress you. I will eat you right there. I'll take out the slipper and I'll eat you so that you'll never make the mistake again of trying to scream in the mall. Yeah. <laughs> never make that mistake again. So now the appearance that have that approach and stuff that's when you're becoming friends with your with your child 
and then your child knows you see a child that you don't eat hey they know you they know you very nicely they know at which level and of how to manipulate the situation they know how to talk to yourself out of the problem and you don't see it ah Ah, they, they change. They maybe maybe things have changed. Maybe they different. Maybe you want you want to as every parent as a parent, you want to see the best. But your child knows they want to show you the best, but they still doing the worst. Hey, and why are we talking about this tonight? We're supposed to pray for the church. You see now is that they can show you the best and they can do the worst do you know that so we were talking to leslie ann and nicola i was saying to them time time proves if you've changed or not time shows and we see the evidence because your lips your tears doesn't prove that you changed that's how people are with God too they can talk to God and cry but not change it's not about lips it's not about tears it's not about how sad you look it's not about even saying believe me I'm telling you the truth I'm not lying to you it's about time and uh, what we see if we see it and time shows it then i believe it but time has proven that even though they say it they don't really do it you know why because it's long to fake it the writing is long to fake it takes a long while to fake it yeah because if you're doing the right thing for a long time and it's easy for you and you're faking if you're trying to fake the writing eventually the wrong thing will come up because you've been faking it for a long time but if you're doing it right and it's doing it right and you're in your heart you're doing it right it wouldn't even be it wouldn't even be difficult a conscious see i've changed you won't even worry about can't they see that i'm different now can't they see that i'm changed now because number one hope you interrupted me where's the water where's the water hope must i pour water on you <laughs> so when you do the right thing it's it's like you don't need me to check you you don't need me you don't need my approval anymore because you're doing the right thing but when you do the wrong thing you do faking it for a long time you're waiting for that approval you're waiting for can't they see don't they see I'm different? Don't they see I've changed? Don't they see it? You never done. You have never. You haven't done it for us. Never do it for me, Keisha. You did it for you. So even if they don't see it, but you see your change in your life, that's change enough. You know. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Mm, 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 mm. 
एंट्रेस राजा यस 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 वेल हम्म यस डेफिनेटली हम्म या डेफिनेटली यस बाय यस एंड एंड दिस इज द थिंग गेस व्हाट हु चेंज हु चेंजेस फॉर टायरा हु चेंजेस फॉर मी और फॉर यू for for you so when you don't change who's affected me or you imagine imagine kisha you standing before god just and use an example you haven't changed right you stand before god and uh, you go before god and you like you know you still were doing wrong but you go before god and you say but my mother was in church Hey, my mother brought me up in church. I was there. I was singing and all that. God's not worried about that story. That story won't go my in heaven. God's gonna say, "What about you? I've tried to change you, but you didn't want to change." Do you know there are people that are stubborn to change, Sasha? Is that no matter how many sermons you can sit and talk to them about their life and how to get their lives together, they resist change. Sometimes it's because of maybe it's coming I don't know maybe with the young people it's like this maybe when your parents gives you advice or try and say change you like because it's coming from them you more of like resistant but if somebody else comes and tells you to change it's more of like an acceptable thing sometimes but most of the time when our children are resistant to change they become I think I've shared this before they become very stubborn to change like nothing nothing that you can say will change their behavior nothing you can do will change their behavior it's like that's what was they resisting the change imagine resisting change change so that you can be better to so that you can be popular so that people can like you so that you can be cool so that everybody can like hey i got friends i got hey people know me i know i me i know some people i realized that even knowing some people you know when you in high school this is how i was in high school it's like when you know a lot of people in high school it's like you 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 the you the person you know it's like your aim is not just to know everybody to know just your friends but to know a lot of people and i realized that all of the people that i knew in high school none of them i even know now i see them i'm like hey i remember i was in school with that person but now they have no value in my life but i was trying to be so friendly and popular just to get to know everybody i was in soccer i was in rugby i did sports in school why so that everybody could like you know know me and i could connect but none of them i even never even marry somebody from my school you you understand so the things that we strive for those are the things that prevent us from change you know that they prevent us from change the things that we want or the things that everybody makes nice and popular and and to do it's like hey if you got this say you your hundreds those things that we just strive for and when our parents 
speak against those things our parents speak tell us don't do that don't do this yet it's like our parents are resisting us to become something popular and yet it's us the very same children that want to be popular but no content you do bad in school you fail your results are terrible things are not right but you you cute and you're nice but there's no intelligence in you because you are striving for something else and when we talk to you about change you resist change you resist to even do something great you want to do great for the things out there in the world but you never ever want to achieve greatness for yourself to better yourself to to make yourself good i was just telling i don't know who i was talking to about nicola nicola's results in in bible college sometimes amazes me nicola is a very intelligent person anything i believe that if nicola sets her mind to do in terms of wanting to achieve i'm telling you 100 if she's focused and determined she can achieve it anything she wants to do she'll do because she has the, the intelligence for it she's not just cute she has intelligence you understand even 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 when she reads i know that i i know that this person reads because there was i think there was one thing we were on tv hey i put it on nicola read it i'm still like you know my eyes sometimes i can't see nicola read the thing quick and fast like that day she's not struggling to know certain words she knows it so it's cuteness but with some intelligence remember the course we did in bible college she never even look at that book of the what's this thing called of fathers we did fathers early yes she never even you'll add the you'll add the notes because we never have a lot of notes and most of you she never really look into those notes you never look into those notes yeah but she got like 80 or how much i don't know 80 or some 78 percent but she she got the she had the highest yeah why because when we were teaching and when we were preaching she applied herself and she she did it you, you look at that you know what i'm saying that's what i'm trying to say is that you need to ask yourself and question yourself what am i pursuing what am i searching for and is it going to have value in my life when i'm older is it going to add value in my career is it going to add value in what i want to achieve for god and if those things add no value and they, they don't waste your time don't spend your time manage your time very well don't spend your time watching movies all day and you can do something else with your time don't spend your time sitting with your friend the entire day and you can do something else with your time pick up a newspaper pick up a book read do something get some knowledge inside of you because each and every single one of you will have the potential to be great each and every single one of you will have the potential to do well in life maybe it's friday night that's why i'm talking like this each and you'll have the potential to do well in life you'll have the potential to go very far but the small changes that you'll make now lagan will determine how far you go the small changes you make now will determine how far you go and my heart my heart gets sore when i watch our young people and our youth make bad decisions i watch them make bad decisions i watch our young people go to drugs i watch our young people smoke cigarettes i watch our young people take uh tiktok i'm saying what's this 
Xanax and all these things that breaks my heart deeply it breaks my heart I'm saying take TikTok imagine that they who's taking TikTok <laughs> uh, yeah look at that there mm. Mm. yeah 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 Look at that there. Mm. 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 Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. Look at that there. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes it's a bit tough. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at that one. Yeah. Mm. And look at this. Caroline just said something powerful. Sometimes the children blame. We're talking to you tonight, right? Sometimes we blame our parents for the bad decisions and the choices that we make in life. Imagine you, you were the one. <laughs> I remember, I remember December time when we grounded uh, Nicole and them and we were fighting with them. And um, man, I tell you, they, they walked in now, they were walking upset and frustrated and like we did something to them. You know, like more you should be more remorseful and you know, but the way they made it seem is like we eat them or we did something wrong to them. And that's a sad thing. Why? The only reason why they got to that point is because it's like, you know when you you know when you when a parent is trying to help, guide a child, Tosha, it's like and the child wants to go a certain way and do their own thing and go in the direction they want to go. It's like, hey, my mother's spoiling my life. Hey, she's interfering with my life. She's interfering with what I want to do. And yet you don't see your bad behavior. You're smiling. <laughs> huh? It's, it's most of the times it's, it's that feeling that they, they're trying to ruin my life. They're trying to destroy my life. But they don't see that parents have insight into certain decisions that you make that are going to be bad. But you don't see the insight that they have. You know where you'll have a big problem? I'm telling you now, where you'll have a big problem is if you live in a house and nobody disciplines you. Nobody tells you how to live or how to behave or how to do stuff. You one of the you you have a big problem. It's a it's an indication that the people in the house don't really love you. But the moment you are told, the moment you are told how to behave, how to do stuff, how to carry on and how to it means that somehow it's not that they fight in you, it's what they genuinely have love for you. They don't want you to make a mistake. In my house, I never have that. I never have. My mother never. I would not. I, no one would sit me down. Oh, Deline, and oh, please. Okay, put a dummy or, or give her a bottle. 
or something. <laughs> so in my house, this is any, my mother, my father, my father was on drugs, my mother was on alcohol. I was a free roamer, selling drugs for my father, moving wrong, moving around with the wrong crowd, staying, sleeping outside, not coming back home, doing what I wanted to do. When I, when I failed my standard nine, I failed standard nine because I was messing around and doing stuff. I told my mother I'm leaving school. You know, my mother said, it's fine. Everyone is okay with me leaving school. Everyone is happy with the fact that, okay, he reached 10 at 9, that, that must count for something. You understand? People don't reach 10 at 9. Yeah, they don't reach 10 at 9. So even my uncle from Australia was talking about, okay, we'll put you in a cause and all these things. And then I realized that, day, man, I got bad peoples. <laughs> They should have, they should have said, go back to school, go back. And then I decided to the advice of my pastors and stuff. They said, go back to school, boy. And I went and I finished my matric and I passed, I passed, passed nice. I got a nice report. You understand? But I went back to school. I went back to school. But what, what, what is it? It's that we're not fighting you. We're not angry with you. We're not trying to destroy your life. We're trying to promote you, trying to lift you up, trying to exalt you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Definitely. It's like saying, for example, drugs is bad for you. Your parents are saying, don't do drugs, don't smoke. Smoking and drugs is bad for you. Even the cigarette box tells you smoking is bad for you. Huh? Have you seen when you buy cigarettes on the box? Smoking causes cancer. So the possibility, because you, the possibility at, at the young age that you're all, the young age that you're at, right? Smoking cigarettes. Do you know the you got a high rate of getting cancer? It's on the cigarette box. And they still, what they do? They ignore the warning on the cigarette box. They ignore the warning of their parents. They ignore the warning of their pastor. They ignore the warning of their youth leader. And guess what they do? They want to smoke. Guess what they do? They want to go ahead and take drugs. They want to go and drink. They want to go and do all these things. And then what happens to them? They, they mess up. They, they hurt. They, they broken. And they now, now who has to pick up the pieces from their brokenness? The parents. At the end of the day, you're clothing them. They go to school. They eat. But yet, they still don't take your advice. That's disrespectful. That's terrible. Mm. Yes. 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 Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Imagine eating tobacco. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Imagine that. Uh, Like even let's 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 look let's not in a not in a bad way or in a funny way. Let's look at like Eileen's mom. Not even to bring her down or anything like that. She never listened to her parents. She never listened to her mother. And if do you ask Eileen, where's where's your mom now? What what's what's happening? All the stuff. Her life is. She was married, divorced. Her life is turned upside down. So. Lee needs an example or if Leslie and him need an example of what not to do that's the example of what not to do if they need an example of what to do they need to look at the lean you get what I'm saying why she's an example we look at the people we have reports of people that were smoking on drugs and in prison jail life on the streets but why do we still want to be like them and still do what they did and still behave like them but look at their life look at their life look at their life but we want to be we want to do what they did we want to experiment how they experimented. <laughs> yes, you, you will not affect you. Yo, listen, listen to this. Listen to this. The young girl on the streets, prostitute, right? On the streets. Young, decent girl. She's a registered nurse. Registered nurse. She's a nurse in a private hospital but she's now on drugs and she's selling herself to survive registered nurse how did it happen she started to experiment she started with certain things and then when everybody was smoking this one thing they all she's heavy on she said rock as well huh? she said she said when everyone started smoking she said she, she can do eight in one day in one night sorry one night eight she's selling herself now for drugs a registered nurse because it never starts with just smoking drugs started with a cigarette it started with Dhaka. it started with the rock and then all of a sudden look at her life if she can write a story or testify of somebody don't do what I did that's the example she's telling you because she's showing you if you continue in the way that you are going that could be your destiny there's pretty girls on the streets you'll never I mean pretty young ladies young I'm not even talking old young ladies drugs mess them up drugs finish them but they started off small 
Yeah. Mm, look at that thing. Yes. 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 It's sad. You know, you know how for me how it starts is I thank God that I wasn't on Dhaka. I thank God I never do drugs and and anything of that sort. My mother would send me to light a cigarette for her on the stove and stuff. Every time I would light a cigarette on the stove, I'm I'm even know that cigarettes on the stove. So when I would light a cigarette, I don't know, there's something in me that didn't like it, one tasting right. You understand? So every time I would, she wouldn't know because she's sitting in the front, I'm going to the stove and I'm lighting. You know, for those that know, I know how to light, right? So you, you lighting, yes. My lips would be wet. So now and again, she say, why is this, the, my lip would be wet? My wetness would be on the cigarette. Why is this wet? I said, you sent me to light it. Now else I'm going to light it. So in her mind, she knew I'm smoking. But I wasn't smoking, Tasha. I would. Then afterwards, because I would do it, I did it twice. And I coughed once. And it wasn't right. Common sense told me that this thing here is wrong for me. <laughs> common sense told me that it was wrong. Now some of us have taken common sense out of our heads. We don't have common sense anymore. Common sense will tell you that this thing is wrong. The, 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 the what's this thing called? The packet of cigarettes, the message on the box will tell you it's wrong. But we won't use common sense not to do it. Because everybody else is doing it. Everybody else is involved in it, so that's why we will do it. So common sense will tell you to run away. So that's what I did. So the next time she asked me to light all the time, I would just stand there. I'll press hard. Sometimes I would break a poor cigarette shame because I would light it like that. I would just press hard without putting it by my mouth. I would just put it like that. That's how I would light the cigarette. Yes, beer. That's how I got involved with beer too. Yes. Yeah. Yes, black label to sus man, yo. Hey, black label's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, black label is one castle and all are terrible. Hey, they terrible. Then I started when I learned alcohol is not for me. One day I was drinking Reds. Remember Reds and Savannah? I eat, I eat two down. And this time they added in like I think 1.5 or something. Hey, Sister Sandra, I drank it, drank it. Next morning or the night, I started vomiting. Common sense told me, my boy, don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. This is this is not right. But most of us don't stop over there with common sense. When something goes wrong, they don't stop over there. They continue. And when you continue, when there's warning signs for you not to do it, Sister Zaini, the warning signs start to leave now. And then it becomes a normal thing for you. And that's when you are in trouble. You know that? That's when you're in trouble. It's like for, for you guys that smoke. I know some of you will smoke. You guys that smoke, there was a warning sign of not to do it. It's either somebody came or you choked or something happened in the process. You knew you're not supposed to do it. And common sense told you don't continue. But you continued. And now the warning signs are gone. 
Now there's nothing even warning you to say, well, this is wrong for you while you're smoking. If you smoke and you don't feel a conviction that what you are doing is wrong, you fog on. You better come back to the Lord now and instantly so that you can feel that conviction again. That when you put a cigarette on your mouth, you feel that this thing, yes, I'm not supposed to do this. It's wrong. Once, Once that conviction goes and you can just chill like this. Your spliff. And you can and you can do it like that in that level. It means that you fall. It's the grace of God that can bring you back. I'm telling you. You must always, whenever you're doing something that is contrary to the word and contrary to God, and you don't have that conviction, you're in trouble. Even people that when they when they when they fornicating and they're having sexual relations outside of marriage, what happens is that some of we become so comfortable in it that it's no more something that convicts us. You know, when me and Delene were messing around and stuff, your the conviction would hit us so badly. She broke up with me countless of times because of the conviction. Imagine she never had conviction and we were just sinning like that thing without any conviction, without knowing that it... That means we were foregone long time. And it's hard to, to come back when you foregone like that. While you'll still have chance and while you'll still have moments, it's time to come back to the Lord. It's time to, like I said, when you enter into prayer, God deals with your bad behavior. Allow God to deal with your bad behavior. Allow God to sort that nyaganyagas that is on the inside of you. Allow Him to take it out of you. Because guess what? Only He can do it. And let me tell you now, we've been talking a lot. I'm about to close. Change your future, your life. Change is possible only if you want to change. Your parents can't force change on you. Your family can't force change on you. You must want to change. You must want to change. If you don't want to change, if you don't want to get your life sorted out, what you become and what your future is going to be like, it's all on you and no one else. Can't blame your parents. Can't blame the church. Can't blame your father. Can't blame your mother. What you're going to become is all on you. And one day, you'll stand before God. One day, you'll stand before a king, a righteous judge. And you would give an account because you wanted to do life on your terms. You wanted to do life the way you wanted to do it. One day you'll give an account as to why you decided to go that way. And when demons come and escort you to hell and take you into the abyss and take you into Hades, you will tell yourself, you would hit yourself on the head. I should have listened. I should have obeyed. I should have done something right. Let me give you a quick story. There was a guy in a in a in a band. I think the band was called Color Me Bad. These guys were good singers. This guy, he testified and he said, 
they would sing so well, Brother Emmanuel, after the concert, any person that they would want to sleep with Pasha because they were good singers, the girls would crawl and cry to them because they were popular and they were good singers. And then what happened was that he says that even the virgins, they would just come and they would uh, give them their virginity. Just like he said, he destroyed many young girls. He said many people. And one day he was in his house and a demon started manifesting in his house. And they called this particular pastor and this pastor came to pray for them. And when the pastor prayed for them, the pastor sought the face of God and he prayed for them. What began to happen is that the demon started to manifest in him. And all these evil spirits that he had started to come out. This woman and blah, 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 etc. It was until the pastor prayed for him and he encountered God that his life changed. And his life changed completely. Let me give you one more story. There was a girl in was it the Ranta Road. There by opposite Wintertai School, just across the road from Wintertai. What road is that? Cardinia, somebody. Yeah. Yes, Panic's Place. There was a girl in Panic's Place. I get a call. Please come past there and pray for this girl. Come and pray. She's saying the cross is burning her. So I ran and I went to her and prayed. As I went to the house to go pray, there was a bunch of young people, young like you. The night before, they were having a party and stuff. And this girl, sister, started to manifest. The assignment that this girl made, she made a covenant with Satan. Young girl, she was probably like maybe 15 or 16 at that time. She made a covenant with Satan and she said that the Satan said to her she must kill her sister. And if she doesn't kill her sister, Satan's going to take her alive. So ever since then, it was now the time when she was manifesting was the time for the covenant to be made. Now, I didn't know when I went in there that these girls were partying the night before. I didn't know they were drinking and they were drugging the night before. Decent looking girls, pretty, cuteness overloaded, vibes, popular in the area and stuff. Fathers selling drugs, they got money, they, they fine. So I go over there and I pray, Sister Zaini. can see the demon is tormenting this poor girl, twisting her arm. She's trying to kill her sister to the point where it's getting so hot in that room. I try to open the window. The girl said, don't open that window. She'll jump out that window. I said, no, she won't. I opened the window. The girl nearly jumped out the window. She scratched me all over my body because I'm playing for her, scratching me, scratching me. I'm just paraphrasing. I gave her a Bible. She took my Bible. She tore my Bible. She tried, even while I'm praying, she tried to seduce me, touching me on my on my chest, saying, you want me, you want me. I know you want me. Come, this is the demon that was talking. This girl was tormented. She was in pain, tormented, screams, because she decided to do something contrary to the word of God, contrary to the what God wants for her life. I prayed. The pastors came. They never cast the demon out. The girl gets home without Emmanuel. The demon twists her arm. I'm kidding you not. This is my my experience. 
The demon twists the arm, twists the leg, she bites the tongue. The covenant now needs to be met. Satan needs to take her life. Twist her. They rush her straight to hospital. Hospital couldn't do nothing because this is happening. It's a spiritual thing. 16-year-old girl went to the high school she was in. Twisted her, everything messed up. And even found out that this girl was even she was lesbian as well. The girls that she was with, she was also busy with some of the girls there. And I'm like, hey, this is intense, man. I rushed to the hospital. I rushed to the hospital to try and pray. She's not eating, she's not doing nothing. I felt helpless in the situation because they were of another they were another faith as well. They weren't believers and stuff. I felt very helpless. The, the parents came and they gave me back my Bible. They say she don't need this anymore. It's fine. Rope me. Got up until today, a life is a mess. Some of them, three or two of them, are on sugars on the streets. Cuteness. Vibe. Overloaded. She was the best. She had clothes. She had everything. There's nothing that they lacked. But now their life has nothing. Because they rejected the one person that can save and transform their life, which is Jesus. Coming to church doesn't just do it. Most of us think that coming to church just does it. God is not interested in giving you church. Because when you get to heaven, church will not be the indicator. God is interested in transforming and changing your life so that you can live out your life to please Him. Not to please yourself. Not to please your friends, not to please your mother, not to please your father, so that you can live out your life to please him. Don't become like a Stephanie. Don't become like a, a lady on the streets. Don't let us write your story and say, even though she was brought up in church, she lived a life on her terms and look at her life now. Don't let that be your story. Don't allow your life to go downhill. Don't allow us to one day say, Oh, shame. Oh, shame. Look at her. Oh, shame. Look at him. If only they'd listen. If only they paid attention. If only they applied wisdom. If only they did it. If only they did it. And one of the other things is that please I beg each and every single one of you don't think you have a lot of time. Don't make the mistake and think you still have a lot of time. Because your life is not in your hands. It's not in the church's hands. It's not in your parents' hands. Your life is in God's hands. And if God requires you tomorrow, Keisha, how many of you can truly say deep within your hearts, I'm ready. I want you. I'm, I'm, take me, take me right now. I'm ready. I'm ready. There's two things that can happen to you. You can either go to hell. Right, if you don't listen to me, you can either go to hell 
you find out that when you die or you can make bad decisions and live a terrible life here on the earth don't make the mistakes that we've made don't make the mistakes that we made don't be don't suffer the way we suffered don't be tormented by the wrong decisions that you've made like we are tormented by the wrong decisions that we have made can ask any adult right here right now back then if they could change certain things in their lives or certain things that they have done most of them would actually say i wish i could but even though those things taught you some things you learn some things but you don't need to go through the process of learning stuff to know not what to do you know that you don't have to go through it or oh, let me learn for myself that is the devil telling you that let me make mistakes by myself you made your mistakes let me make my mistakes that's satan telling you that the bible even says that we don't have to make some mistakes because we we can look at our fathers and see what they mistakes they have made so that we can avoid them now most of us don't avoid we want to make our own mistakes you want to make your own mistakes huh don't make your own mistakes take an example of the mistakes people made and refuse to make them you you and every person that is here you guys are destined for greatness but it's up to you let's stand on our feet it's up to you put your head bow just Jesus we love you